0: Hello and welcome to the Hustle and Bustle podcast. My name is Nicole Bennetts and I'm an urban and regional planner and I'm the host of this podcast. Each episode I bring you conversations with city shapers and urban thinkers, leaders in the field of urban planning and city building. I'm located here on the beautiful Gold Coast in Australia. We are one of the host cities for the Brisbane 2032 Olympics and Paralympics. The next 10 years is being described as the golden decade for our city and our region. The conversations on this podcast help us understand the opportunities and challenges ahead. So please take a minute from your busy Hustle and Bustle day and let's have a great conversation. And welcome to episode 16 of the Hustle and Bustle podcast. I know I said that this would be a weekly podcast and For the first 15 episodes of this season, season one, I have succeeded with bringing you an episode every week. But there has been a two-week gap since my last episode. And so I really just wanted to record this episode to say I'm sorry. And also, I just wanted to explain what I've been doing for the last two weeks and that I've been putting that time into... Uh, attending a whole bunch of professional development events and networking with colleagues again. It's been so cool just getting out there and chatting with people face to face. And so I've had to just put the podcast on hold the last couple of weeks whilst I've been uh, at the Planning Institute conference on the Sunshine Coast, which was amazing. And there's a whole bunch of guests that I now want to interview out of that conference. And also we had the Planning Institute Awards for Excellence um, the other night, which was also just fabulous. And and both of those events as well as a number of other events that I've attended in the last couple of weeks has just meant that I didn't have the time to to record some episodes for you and, and I didn't want to sort of put an episode out there unless I was totally happy with it. So the purpose of today is to say I'm sorry But it's also to give you a bit of an overview of some of these events that I've attended and some of the key takeaway messages for me as a planner. And I think that will help you understand the direction I want to take this podcast into the future. Um, Because really what I get out of each episode is learning from our guests and having that opportunity to kind of interrogate and ask them some of those key questions about their areas of interest, their areas of expertise and their areas of passion. And that's allowed me to sort of gain that really real broad understanding of where kind of those key issues or those hot topics are at the moment. And I hope you've as, as the audience have got some of that information out of these episodes and can sort of start to see some of these common themes that are coming through in these conversations. So, I think to start off with though, I will give you a bit of an overview of the Planning Institute of Australia's state conference, which was at the end of last month. We all went up to Sun- Sunshine Coast, spent a couple of days up there and just enjoyed each other's company. It was one—it was the first face-to-face conference I've attended in many years. And it was so nice to just hear from a whole bunch of experts, but also to to network. So the conference started with a keynote from Lucy Turnbull. And she was just fabulous, you know. Lucy spoke about sustainability and cities and specifically the critical climate change issues that we're dealing with and how we need to plan for climate change and make decisions now that are going to affect our future for the long term. Um, And some really, a key message I took was around infrastructure and so provoked us to think about infrastructure like a vascular system. Uh, It's a better hierarchy is arteries, veins, and capillaries. So arteries are those big, linear, vital connections. Veins are like hospitals and public buildings and bridges. And capillaries are things like the urban tree canopy, footpaths, local schools. So infrastructure is so, so much bigger than just kind of a road or a piece of railway. It includes all of these aspects of that make up society, so social infrastructure and so forth. So that was a really really thought provoking. Um, She also really spoke to this concept of walkable urbanism. So building community and prioritizing people and how walking and urban heat island together can really generate some sustainability outcomes at that neighborhood level. She also mentioned that cities are pink. So designing for women and children means you, you deliver cities for over half the population. And and she reiterated that women tend to zigzag all over the city, which was, you know, exactly the conversation that I had with Nicole Bolton on the podcast only a few weeks ago. Lucy went back to Urban Tree Canopy and she said that should be the number one priority for cities and regions. She celebrated actually the project that was delivered for City of Gold Coast led by Arup which was about measuring, mapping and monitoring urban tree canopy across the city. So that was really cool to hear her say that. So they were sort of my key takeaways from Lucy's keynote speech. Next up was Kerry Doss. Uh, Kerry is the Queensland State Planner uh, for the Department of State Development, Infrastructure, Local Government and Planning. Kerry's a Planning Institute Fellow and he spoke about a number of sort of key issues. Some of the key bits for me from him was about um, the federal politics and how federal government will start to get more involved in planning and that we need to ensure that that is a value add to the whole planning framework. He also spoke about population growth and how due to COVID population has really changed. Obviously, net overseas migration is no longer here we're not getting people moving from overseas. We're actually losing a lot of people to overseas. But Queensland is seeing huge interstate migration from the southern states. And it's not necessarily them, you know, the Victorians and the New South Wales people moving into cities, they're moving into sort of semi-urban areas just on the outskirts of southeast Queensland. And interestingly, we don't have a huge population boom right now. Yes, we're still growing. I think he sort of quoted around 50,000 people over the last 12 months, but that's down from around you know, 80, 85,000 people in the 12 months prior. So that was really interesting. He also spoke about the growth areas team and the work that they're doing, especially with Moreton Bay Regional Council. And he concluded by really provoking us as planners to think about change management and, and said that That's really one of our primary roles, and we need to get much better at how we manage change, which was excellent. It was great to support my fellow Arupians, Sarah Galingi and Jaime Traspaderni. They both presented individually at conference. Sarah spoke about the work that Arup have been doing with food security and resilience um, in Cape York and Torres Strait communities, and how there's a real need to plan for local food production for those communities and for broader communities. But that was a really great uh, topic and, and great feedback received from that. And then Jaime made the case that we must plan for climate change now and not wait until it's too late. He was very thought provoking. What climate are we planning for right now? And that sustainable development is all about designing with nature. It was great to see Warren Bunker elevated to Life Fellow of the Planning Institute. That was that was so um, awesome to see. Some of the other highlights for me was a presentation by um, Judge Fleur Kingham and Dr Sharon Harwood about Aboriginal rights and human rights and the changes to the Human Rights Act and what that means for Aboriginal rights. So there's some huge uh, changes there that mean... That we need to be much more cognizant of how we engage, uh, you know, the indigenous land owners and and land interests. So I would I would suggest that you sort of read up on on that because that's really really going to f- change some of what we need to do from a planning perspective. Another great session was the expert witness session with Chris Schomberg and Andrew Williams. They went through around what the expectations to be an expert in the courts are, um, the process that you go through and and just some really great um, tips around remaining calm, your reputation is everything in court, Uh, to concede the small stuff and stick to the big things, expert report writing is, is incredibly important and the importance of a site visit and do it regularly, not just once. They were some of the key takeaways for me on that. And one of the final keynotes was from Ben Johnson, who uh, was from Joseph Mark. And I was a bit unsure how Ben fitted into the planning um, space. But once he started speaking and he spoke about digital transformation and about a whole other universe, which is the metaverse... And it was really interesting because a couple of days later, then Facebook rebranded into Metaverse. So he spoke about these things about digital influences, um, meta-humans, crypto kitties, um, and how there's a physical realm and a virtual realm and how those two will sort of collide. And we're going to have to be really aware of what we're designing for and, and how we design cities around the virtual realm. It was really mind-blowing stuff, but it made me are very aware that the digital transformation is is coming and, and we need to we need to go with it and planning is a long way behind I think in in a number of those um, digital transformation, you know virtual reality, augmented reality we're not really embracing it as a profession and I think there's huge opportunities to do that. so yeah. So that's my summary from conference. It was a great conference, so good to connect with people again. And so I thought I would also just quickly touch on some of the awards that um, were won at the annual awards dinner this week. Uh, It was such a great night getting to see everyone again. So good to see the Award for Excellence. So the overall winner went to the Logan Village Place to Play Stakeholder Engagement. That looked like a great project where they got the community to come out and actually use green space before they'd planned a playground or how they wanted to transform that that space. And so they got the community to start playing there and, and using it how they would want to use it. And then they planned around that. So I thought that was really innovative and it sounds so simple, but so, so um, clever. The other awesome award for excellence in the new category of climate change and resilience was the Toowoomba Region Bushfire Risk Analysis by Toowoomba Regional Council and Meridian Urban. I'd love to hear more about that, but that's so cool, that um, inaugural award category for climate change and resilience. The other one, which was the Community Wellbeing and Diversity Award for Excellence, went to back on track, positive attention to road safety and behaviour change using the power of theatre. Uh, And that was with uh, an Aboriginal Shire Council and a theatre company coming together with a planning company to teach young children and and the broader community around road safety. Uh, Another award that I can't help but mention was the Wendy Chadwick Encouragement Award. And I was lucky enough to be involved in the project that won this. It's the Envy Micro Urban Village. If you haven't listened to episode 14 about Envy, I I challenge you to go and have a listen to that because it's a great project. It was so cool to see Cherie Hughes win planning champion. Well done, Cherie. Uh, For stakeholder engagement, that's where the Logan Village Place to Play uh, project won. Well done, Logan City Council on that cool stakeholder engagement. And then the Improving Planning Processes was awarded to Statutory and Non-Statutory Land Management Tools for Threatened Species and Ecological Communities. Another Far North Queensland project. Awesome. Uh, The award for Great Place was given to Fish Lane Town Square by ARIA Property Group. I would love to go and have a look at Fish Lane. Um, It's definitely going to be, it's definitely on my list to, to do that. So cool to see Roseanne Merling awarded the National Presidents Award for her exceptional service to the planning profession over 20 years running the planning, sorry, the Professional Development Committee. Thanks, Roseanne. And and really cool to see Pia acknowledge the significant contribution. Congratulations to Rachel Gallagher for winning the Planning Research Award and a big shout out to Ryan McNeely Smith the award winner for the tertiary student project uh, labelled Extreme Heat and Urban Design. How can urban design policy play a greater role in mitigating heat health risks? I was actually fortunate enough to see Ryan present on that topic at the conference, actually, Um, and it was really cool. He, He had a really clear methodology for how you measure extreme heat and then how some of the key... Urban design principles around geometry, orientation, shade, vegetation, winds and breezes, material selection, water, all of these sorts of aspects of urban design, how they can really improve the the heat um, qualities of a place. So that was really cool. and And then there was a huge congratulations to the student um, award winners um, with the minister's awards as well. Also, congratulations to the North Queensland Regional Plan, which took out the Award for Excellence for Strategic Planning. Such a great document. The first Next Generation Regional Plan. Definitely worth a look. Uh, a big shout-out to Nicholas, Nicholas Kamols. He won the Young Planner of the Year Award. Um, I'd love to get Nick on the podcast. He, he gave a great speech at the at the awards dinner and spoke about how he wants to do things really differently and use this next year ahead of him as a real platform and spring pad to do that. So I'd love to get Nick on and I'll aim to do that over the next little while. Nick also challenged us in his speech to think long-term. So something that has been weighing on my mind is that this podcast is all about um planning and how we can leverage the Olympics. But what I'm really keen to stress is that the Olympics, and I agree with Nick, the Olympics is a point in time and it's, it's a bit of a milestone towards a greater journey. So we should be thinking 20, 50 years, 100 years ahead and then using the Olympics as a bit of a checkpoint towards those bolder visions and those greater goals for a long term future. So I totally echo that, Nick, and and I think um, I'd like to ensure that the podcast episodes into the future really think longer term and have guests on there that can help us think longer term. So before I wrap up today, I'd like to make the commitment that I will finish the last three episodes of this season uh, within the next few weeks. So there's only three left. Um, I'm going to episode 20 for this season And then we will have a break over Christmas and we will come back with Season 2 next year. Uh, So I'm putting a lot of energy now into planning those episodes for the next season. I'll be really keen for any feedback from the audience about what you'd like to hear, what guests you'd like to have have me interview. Um, Whether you'd like to come on the podcast, please reach out. I'm planning it all now and I'm really keen to hear from you about that. So, thanks for tuning in today. I appreciate your patience in uh, waiting for this episode and in the in the couple of week delay that it's taken, But there will be three more episodes after this. I've already recorded one of them. i I will tell you who it's with actually. It's with Mr. Matt Lamarne. So Matt is an inspirational young planner who's got some really cool ideas about the future of planning schemes. So that's coming out this Thursday and then there'll be two more after that. Thanks for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this episode or any of the previous episodes, please leave a rating and a review for the show. That just helps others find out about it and it means that we get we can grow the audience and I can keep making these episodes. You can also follow us on Instagram, hustle underscore bustle underscore podcast and LinkedIn. Just search for Hustle and Bustle Podcast and request to join the group. That's all from this episode. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you next time. Bye for now.